0: Hello, strangers. Hi, Mike. It's late. Hey. How are you? Uh
1: yeah, I, I am doing well. I am I am uh feeling really, really good after this recording we just did.
0: Yeah. Mike has a love for conspiracy theories, y'all.
1: <laughs> I started out really angry and really
0: uh <laughs> really yeah, negative.
1: And then our stranger guest really turned out to be a really, really cool dude. So I think this is going to be a good listen for all of our strangers out there.
0: I agree. Um, how's the sleep situation going along? We haven't talked about that in a while.
1: It's still the same. Still the same. Still getting minimal sleep. Uh, now we're doing more. We were, I was actually inspired by one of our previous strangers. So now okay. I'm doing more more co-sleeping, uh, okay. which, she, which she sort of talked about and said that mm-hmm. she did and it wasn't a big deal. Because our pediatrician says, no co-sleeping, no co-sleeping. Then we talked to that stranger and she said, you know what? I co slept for months and it was fine. So now we do more of that and it's kind of working. Good. Yeah.
0: Whatever works for you guys. Honestly, I, I sleep right. is so important. You you do you. But yeah. Exactly. I mean, we, we started talking when we started this podcast. It was, you know, you were at the four month sleep regression and we're a few months in now and it doesn't oh, seem to be going away
1: she's uh yeah she's just as literally just as you mentioned that she starts to move on the monitor so
0: oh okay
1: right on right, right on cue right on cue all right <laughs> well
0: listeners we had on tonight ian totten uh we hope you enjoy our episode here about conspiracy theories
2: tall Girl media presents
1: two strangers and the podcast
0: strangers
1: hello strangers
0: hi mike How are you? How's it going?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I've got a new wine flavour brand, whatever, in the closet with me tonight, which brings me joy.
1: Flavour. I like flavour.
0: That's my favorite word.
1: And I think I saw it was a white wine.
0: It is. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Mm, And it's from my wine club. First leaf wine, you should sponsor us. It's delicious. should. I would
1: love I would love to be sponsored by a wine club because wine is often shared with strangers. It is. So first leaf. Is that what it was? First leaf.
0: First leaf. Mm-hmm. First
1: leaf. Hop on. Mm-hmm. Spread the word. There we go.
0: Yeah. Um, actually, wine was one of the first things you and I ever talked about. Look at that. Um, anyways. All right. So strangers, we have on an interesting guest tonight. Ian Totten. He is a best-selling author and true crime podcaster, but that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. Despite my love and fascination with true crime, we are here to talk tonight about conspiracy theories. Uh, I have instructed Ian that we have no knowledge or grasp of conspiracy theories. Uh, We ourselves are not conspiracy theorists. We just find the topic very interesting. Um, Welcome, Ian. Please introduce yourself.
2: Hello. hello Jess and hello Mike.
0: Hello. Uh,
1: How are you sir? So, well,
2: I'm fine, thanks yourself.
1: Thank you so much for joining us and for being our newest stranger who is meeting the world.
2: Well thank you for having me. Like a
1: rebirth. It's like a rechristening. you know you are now mm-hmm. you are now being introduced. You, you, were, you were you were once a stranger. but once you're on this podcast, you are now known to the world feels good cool. or
0: or yes. our 25 listeners <laughs> 25
1: correct. million billion listeners billion
0: listeners wow uh it, it takes time we'll get you there
1: appreciate <laughs> it appreciate it
0: um so yeah ian tell us about yourself about your books about your podcast who are you what do you do uh well
2: as you said i'm a, a best selling five books under my own own name three of which were dark fiction fantasy one of which was a uh like a stephen king-esque uh horror novel and the last one was actually a true crime or a true uh crime thriller uh about a serial killer um yeah crime has always been something i've been interested in and likewise you, you know i I incorporate a lot of elements from true crime stories into my books. Uh, I have a very visual writing style. Uh, my podcast is called The Death Cast, and actually it drops every Wednesday. Uh, All right. It does pretty well. I, I I cover anything that seems to be of interest to me. I'm down to and go down a rabbit hole.
0: Have you been following the Gabby Pettit or... Patino or whatever her last name is. Story
2: a little bit because some other podcast asked me to come on and talk about it, but not too much. Most of what I focus in on is really historic crimes, okay, Uh, serial killers, things of that nature. You know, murders that happened in the past. I actually did one episode on Billy the Kid that got. Uh, a lot of attention because apparently a lot of true crime, people don't go into that.
0: Huh. And is this what you do, like the the, the authoring and podcasting, is this what you do full-time professionally or do you have a day job? I have a day job. Okay.
2: Uh, most of us do actually, sadly, oh, uh, yeah. Know, unless you're with a big publisher. You know, I, I have friends who are New York Times bestsellers still sitting behind a desk every day.
0: Yeah, I believe it. I mean, same. I have a a day job also. Um, Mm -hmm. So, to our listeners, we found Ian on another Facebook group, and I said we want to talk about conspiracy theories, and he messaged me and was like, "Let's do it." So, let's dive right into it. Ian, do you have a favorite conspiracy theory?
2: A favorite conspiracy theory? There's so many of them. just for the entertainment value, my personal favorite one has to be The Lizard People.
0: Yes. Yes. I love that one.
2: <laughs> I, I first heard about that one when I was in the Navy and there was a guy in boot camp with us. And the way he talked about it was like he, he was expecting the men in black to bust through the windows if he talked too loud. And I heard it. and It was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. How can you believe this? showing us all the things on the dollar bill that was really other than the jfk assassination was the first you know, conspiracy i'd ever heard of and it was just mind-blowing and i've met people since then who believe it and i'm like you gotta be kidding me
0: is widely popular actually um i i want to say so dax shepard's podcast armchair expert they have like a once a month spinoff Called armed and dangerous, and they have a conspiracy mm-hmm. theory expert who comes on. And I want to say they covered lizard people like sometime over the summer, and it is wild. And it all has. it Don't and maybe I'm getting. I hope I'm not getting this confused with another conspiracy theory. But they essentially think that there are there there are children under New York City, right, who have been trafficked.
2: Well, yeah it's, they. They be, some people think that they're like an interdimensional being that come into this realm and rule us and then they take the children for satanic blood sacrifices and other people just think that they live underground and they secretly control us but again that satanic blood sacrifice is still there and actually there's a a lot of conspiracy theories add that in it and it's like where are you getting this information
0: i mean I mean hell where does all this start? Mike are you familiar with the lizard? Are you well, Mike are you familiar with conspiracy theories?
1: I am. I basically hate conspiracy theories. Oh. I he- I hear them strong word. I hear them and I cannot stand them. I think they are the vast majority of them are absolutely ridiculous. And uh, so I have a funny story about conspiracy. Well, it's not a funny story, but this is my introduction to conspiracy theories. Okay. I went on a vacation to Ireland one time and we had a great tour guide who was showing us around the city and the town and everything and giving us all the history. And he started talking about this minor little conspiracy theory um, that, was, that happened in that area. And then he went on to say that, oh, that conspiracy theory probably originated in America because all conspiracy theories originate in America. And the tour group, that was people from all over the world, all different countries, all different backgrounds, thought it was hilarious except for the Americans. Uh, so basically what I learned was that around the world, people think that all conspiracy theories come from America and we are the conspiracy theorists. And with all of the crazy conspiracy theories that have come up, you know, with, po- with politics and everything over the past couple of years, I think they are all so ridiculous. Nobody wants to believe reality anymore. Uh, and I just, I, I'm not a big fan.
0: All right. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I recently, so same like the armchair and uh, armchair and dangerous listened to I I feel I feel like everyone is familiar with with the phrase or the the group or whatever qAnon. But I had oh, I didn't God. know the origin of qAnon. I don't know anything about it other than it became a something associated with Trump. But I didn't know why. I didn't know where it came from. And like where it start it started from random anonymous tweets.
1: Even before that there's a documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. a really, really good documentary on Netflix. Okay. It actually started on something called 4chan.
0: Yeah, 4chan. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Which, yeah. Is,
1: which is basically like the dark web. Uh, and it was basically some total nerd weirdo in Japan.
0: <laughs> no, he was tweeting. not Japanese. He was American.
1: American. He's an American. In-
0: He's the owner, the owner's son of that website.
1: And it was, uh, it was. It, it, it's just it just frustrates me that people believe these things. It's crazy, and it's it, it's getting to the point now where conspiracy theories are affecting public health with everything going on with COVID. So it's it's too much.
0: I I didn't realize how strongly you felt about this topic. I don't know if I would have brought a guest on to talk about it.
1: Hey, I did a good job staying quiet for sexuality podcast. You did. Now we're now we're now we're up to conspiracy theories, and I'm ready to go.
0: Well, no, it's time. Ta- it's time because we had body image and female sexuality, and I felt like you were left out of both. So, no, yep. come come on in, my friend. Welcome, welcome. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it. It. I was listening to to a, a news radio program recently that was talking about like there's something like twelve million Americans that believe in QAnon. Like yep. it's not just a thousand people who like and share a Facebook article. twelve million people believe this wild theory about the government that it just blows my mind. It blows my mind that there are and i'm I don't want to like maybe we have listeners who are conspiracy theorists. I don't want to alienate anyone, but like research factual information. <laughs> Because none of it's real. Okay, does anyone have anything else to add about QAnon? Because I want to move on to something else that also interests, like fascinates me.
2: Uh, it just blows my mind. I mean, I know bits and pieces of it just from seeing it. And there are certain aspects, of consider, you know, with people with children and, you know, that kind of stuff that are. Fat, based in some fact but not enough to blow it up to the point where you have people running around in uh buffalo heads ra- draped in flags with their faces painted i saw that back back in january and i was like you gotta be shitting me
0: where was Pardon that my language, what was that can't swear no 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 you're fine that where was, was that the, uh
2: when they stormed the capitol the guy oh. with the buffalo head apparently he was one of them I was like you got to be kidding me you're giving oh, yeah, every he was. white guy out there a bad name
1: They've been <laughs> yeah. they've been I, giving was, they've been giving white guys bad names for a long time Let's be honest It was
2: mortifying It was mortifying I was like you got to be kidding me
0: I would like to point out to our listeners that all three of us are white. So we're saying this with, with confidence that, that it's giving all mm-hmm. oh, white men a bad name. I mean, just white people, white
1: people have, let's, let's be honest. White, people, yeah, white have, people have had a bad name for, I don't know, a couple thousand years.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. At least. Yeah. Since we, since we declared that Jesus was white, which he wasn't, mm-hmm. there's that. Okay. Moving on there. The, the, the it's. Like, even saying it out loud is, like, the most... It feels so ridiculous. But the people who think that 9-11 is a conspiracy, like, to my soul, pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah, I was 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 in the the Navy
2: happened. (laughs) Were you? And, yes, I was the first carrier that went overseas when it happened. Wow. We stuck on I was we were stuck on board for 7 days straight. No had no idea what was going on. And we were ready to kill when they let us in. We really? were we were enraged. Oh yeah. How did so you first, see the, How
1: did you first find out what happened?
2: I was painting an elevator door and they came out and said, "Hey, they just attacked the towers. You're from New York. You better get in there." And I went into our control center and it was like, holy shit.
0: So you were on a ship to uh, where?
2: The Middle East. My My aircraft carrier, I was on board, they called the Iron Man Cruise, was the first aircraft carrier over in the Middle East. We were the first carrier to attack Afghanistan.
1: But uh, so, so you were painting an elevator and they said they attacked the towers. When did you find out the specifics of what actually happened with the hijacking and all that?
2: I want to say it was later that day. I mean, I, I, when that happened, that was really it for work for the day. Everybody was glued to TVs because everybody was stunned. Like, what the hell's going on up there? I was down in Virginia and everybody was just frozen like uh, Okay, wait, hold on. I'm getting your timeline
0: was... confused. So you were not on a ship when it happened. You No, were in no, Virginia. I was. I went would...
2: I was on a ship in Virginia. I was on an aircraft carrier, the Theodore Roosevelt, um, which was the flagship for the Atlantic Fleet. And when that happened, pretty much we were getting ready to go out on a six-month cruise, which is what air carriers do. They go out and they, you know, they patrol. And when that happened, all work on the ship stopped and everybody was just frozen white. You, you know, something out of a movie where, you know, you'd see a screen and it's a horrible thing and everybody's just staring in disbelief. When that happened, everybody was just gazing like what the hell is going on.
1: So how did it go from Virginia to the Middle East?
2: Uh, we were scheduled to go out. They locked us down and they said we are loading up our air wing right now. Uh, our air wing was supposed the air wing is all the jets and all the people associated with that. And they just said, we're going to load them up now. Nobody's leaving the ship. We had people out on leave. They were called back, emergency call. And by, I want to say it was Friday or Saturday, everybody was uh, on board. And they started letting us go off in groups in order to get the stuff that we needed to make sure we were prepared to go overseas. And we went overseas and we went to the Middle East, and we were at, we did we didn't hit land again for six months. Wow!
1: Wow! Yeah. So, yeah. does it offend so, yeah. you
0: when people say nine eleven is a conspiracy theory? Given that not really, honestly.
2: Honestly, I try and be like a duck. It's like water. Everybody's allowed to be their own opinion. What What gets me is when they're they get in your face with it in and there you you know here's the documentation well do you have a degree in whatever it is you're talking about then don't talk to me about it like you know specifics you know i don't have a doctorate in anything i can only tell you my experience and you know what i've learned through reading through decades of doing research on things i can't tell you you know a hundred percent that that looked like a demolition to me i've never seen one up close It's just baffling to me that, you know, people see this, you know, okay, you can take what you want on it, but, you know, it's, that's their opinion. I can't let it ruffle my feathers because I've got to go through my life and do my, I can't do it if I'm walking around wanting to pop people in the mouth every time they spout off about something I disagree with. Isn't that the truth?
0: So you were on a ship, Mike, taking Mm -hmm. a a sidestep here. Um, where, do you remember 9-11?
1: I absolutely, I was, I was, uh, growing up. So it was my very first week of high school. So my very, very first week as a ninth grader, uh, and I grew up in New York, uh, but on Long Island. So I was, I was on Long Island, of course, but my, uh, my dad worked very, very close to the city and always traveled Mm -hmm. over bridges where you can see the skyline and everything. So of course that that's where my first thoughts went. But yeah, I, I remember it vividly. I remember being in Spanish class and the person behind me said, hey, a plane flew into the Twin Towers. And I just thought nothing of it. I was like, what? Like, I don't think I even knew what the Twin Towers were, like that they were called that, whatever. I was just like, what? And I thought nothing of it. And then maybe 10 minutes later, the principal went on the loudspeaker and said, "You know, we've been attacked. There's a terrorist attack happening in New York City. And there were people from my high school whose parents died uh, and, uh, it was really, really bad. And just, just like you said, everyone was just glued to the news for, uh, it's, it feels like months and months after, uh, I remember going home and recording the news on VHS that day. Uh, and it was just completely insane, completely insane. Mm -hmm. It is,
0: it is, it's insulting when people say things like that where thousands of people who thousands of people died and you're going to say it's a conspiracy theory like that is it's insulting to people who who tried to keep others alive during that time it's insulting to those who lost their lives or lost their parent um yeah it's it's it's
1: insulting and a lot and if you really boil it down a lot of conspiracy theories are insulting like all the conspiracy theories about uh the election and the election fraud and all that stuff, you know, that's insulting to democracy. It's insulting to all of the grassroots movement to register people to vote and all the all the work people did to, you know, like if you think about it, you know, a lot of the reason why so many Trumpers were upset about uh, him losing the election was because so much of the election was decided by black and Spanish people. Who registered to vote, and a lot of people, a lot of them were upset that they voted, and those sorts of things, and the whole voter ID thing, and all that crap. So, a lot of conspiracy theories are done to just uh, are, I feel like, are created and believed to make people feel better about their preferences and to ignore reality.
0: I agree. So, then using that thought process, do we feel as a as a collective here? that the Illuminati is a conspiracy theory?
2: Mm. It's it's something. <laughs> it, it, it's something. I, I, it, it's mind-blowing that people grabbed onto something, a pamphlet that was written in the beginning of a, you know, last century that was proven to be a forgery.
0: I had no... I, I mean... My knowledge of the Illuminati comes from, like, Beyonce songs. So I didn't even know that there was more to it than that. Do you have more information on it, Ian?
2: Like, could you yeah. elaborate? I I heard about it first in the late early 2000s. That guy, Dan Brown, the author, put out a book uh, called The Da Vinci Code. And that's uh-huh. I think that's where he really put it into it. But I was when I was living out in California, I read I got a book at a used book sale. It's called I think it's called Holy Blood, Holy Grail, which is Dan Brown ripped it off and, play, you know, plagiarized the, uh, the storyline for it for his book.
1: Hmm.
2: And basically it was the Illuminati were this shadow organization that's been in existence since, you know, like the 15 or 1600s to uh, protect the blood of christ and somehow that has morphed to they were this group that was protecting the the bloodline of jesus christ and now they rule the government or the world from the shadows and that's ties into other conspiracy theories that there's a shadow government out out there there's one um I think they call it Zog or something. It's like Zionist occupied government. That's one of the shadow conspiracy governments. the whole thing is just like, you know, it would make a fantastic movie. (laughs) Can't prove any of it, but it made a fantastic movie.
0: I I find at least with like the, the celebrity part of the Illuminati, I find that to be interesting, but only because of uh, what this face, epstein epstein oh, is it jeffrey uh, yeah. Jeffrey epstein so yes. he ran this mm-hmm. ring of human trafficking that clearly involved i mean like prince andrews has been accused of being in that ring now like high high level officials and mm-hmm. and for me that's how i've always pictured and i'm using air bunnies the illuminati are these like people who yeah i mean you'd with wealth does come power like that to me doesn't seem so far-fetched do i think mm-hmm. they're puppeteering government not necessarily but i don't i don't find that particular idea like a shadow government too far-fetched i'm not saying i'm, I'm not i'm well, just our listeners are clear here i'm not saying i believe in this conspiracy theory but i'm saying i think that is more likely than lizard people for many. Yes.
2: No, I get that completely, you know, powerful businessmen using their money to influence.
0: Yeah. Right. That happens every day. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is how and politic, political preference aside, you can argue that's how Trump got in power. You know, like he was an influential man. I mean, even now, even the Obamas now have a Netflix production company best-selling mm-hmm. authors they are in their own right celebrities that's not how it started and yeah i i'm not i'm not opposed to the the thought process that that maybe there is something out there that is not doing good f- for our world
2: no that that i agree with you on it's, you know they're out there to get themselves richer that's it keep their friends from keep their friends making money but. I don't think it's guys sitting around in a room with the lights off, smoking cigarettes and talking about how we're going to, you know, overthrow government in Venezuela.
0: No, that's what the CIA does. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Low blow to the U.S. government. You had mentioned also before, Ian, um, the JFK assassination conspiracy theory. And I'm not super Mm -hmm. familiar with that one. It's a little before my time. Do you have more information that you can share that we can, that Mike and I can give our feedback on? Oh,
2: oh Lord. (laughs) You can do episodes just on this. Correct. Basically. Yeah. There are so many conspiracies concerning JFK. Mm -hmm. That there's literally been thousands upon thousands of books written about it. Um, Really? Every. Yes. Oh yeah everything
1: and, from, and move, movies as well
2: yeah everything from lyndon johnson had him killed so he could assume mm. the presidency because he was going to pull out of uh, vietnam to the mafia did it to the cubans did it to russia was involved everybody was involved mm-hmm. uh Mavers in uh, louisiana carlos Marcelo was involved you name it, they were involved in some way, shape, or form. There was a guy who passed away a few years ago who was really high up in the CIA. Supposedly, he made a deathbed confession that he had been involved in it. Um, Yeah, it's... so, So
1: from my understanding, there's two main reasons for the JFK conspiracy theory. Number one was the way the bullets were found and where he was shot and what he did after he was shot. And then the big mm-hmm. one, the big, big one, was the guy who shot JFK was then murdered on live TV before he was able to be interviewed about killing him. So the fact that, yeah. the, fact that the guy was never able to be questioned by police and was never able to be prosecuted or put on trial he was literally murdered on live TV. Uh that led to a whole thing of, oh, everyone wanted to keep him quiet kind of thing. So it led to everyone's imagination of why he did it.
2: Well, that there was that, but there is a lot of evidence that stuff was suppressed. I mean, there there have been huh. numerous congressional commissions over that fact. Um, but one of the major factors that led it fed in is the guy who killed him had mafia ties, Jack Ruby.
1: Correct. He had yes. mafia
2: ties to the Chicago Outfit.
1: Correct, he did. And and people say he really knew. People say he knew Oswald previously. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, and I mean, you really get into the stuff. It's you, you, will you know, your your mind will overload from trying to read all of it. I mean, there, you know there were oswald doubles and Mm -hmm. he was trying to actually warn the president and all this other stuff and it's just like oh my god
1: yeah it's 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 insane it's completely insane to the point where uh seinfeld did an episode about it the whole i'm I'm, I'm sure Mm -hmm. you're aware of that so it's just it's completely insane uh and they say that uh like the way that bullets were found when his body went, the way he even bent over after he was shot. Mm-hmm. Are, like, they question everything. That that Zap Ruder film is quite possibly the yeah. most it, until 9-11 came around. 9-11 eventually replaced JFK's assassination as the number one talked about moment. But uh until 9-11 came around, that was that Zap Ruder film is quite possibly the most scrutinized film ever.
2: Oh, yeah. And, you, there you know, there's conspiracies even about that because Time Life removed a frame and supposedly that proves there was another shot.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's like,
2: OK, I mean, it, it's an awesome rabbit hole to go down, but it's it's so big. It's, you know, like the amount of Olympus of conspiracy theories.
0: I don't know what film you guys are talking about.
1: So the Zap Ruder film, film is it is, is, is it was the name of a guy. His last name was Zap Ruder. He's the one who filmed that. I'm sure you've seen that clip of JFK literally getting his brains blown out. Mm-hmm. So he was the one who actually filmed it and then donated that that film to whatever it was. Uh, but he was he's yeah, the he, guy who he's the guy who became famous for filming the assassination. Without him, we would we would have no film.
2: Yeah, he filmed it, and then he sold it to Time Life, and then he got it back and gave it to the National Archives. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, he, yeah, the whole thing is just mind-blowing.
1: I mean. It's really, really weird.
2: That's that one where you look at it, if you want to believe something hard enough, you'll find
0: the information to back it up. Yep. Isn't that the truth? My God. Okay, so what are we missing? We've got the lizard people, QAnon, Illuminati. How about this
1: one? How about this one? Yes,
0: please. Yes.
1: How about birds aren't real?
0: Huh? I've heard
2: that one, but I've never dove into it.
1: So there's a major uh, conspiracy a... theory that all birds are surveillance things by the government. Oh, birds oh. are not real. They're not real animals. They're surveillance. That's the, There's that a lot like... of people, a lot of people who believe that.
2: That sounds like uh, some Alex Jones crap.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I I have a I have a question. If that's the case, then what the fuck are pigeons for? What are they surveilling? The ground? That's all they look at. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Why is when my cat kills one? Is there blood everywhere?
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's a big one. I'm trying to think, of what's another one? Uh, have you ever heard of uh, the Mandela Effect?
0: Okay, yes. like there's like a movie, right? But I don't know what it actually is.
1: So the Mandela Effect is saying that I think it was in t- like 2012 or something like that. We entered into an alternate universe, and there's mm-hmm. little things that tell us that remind us of our previous life. Like everybody yes. thinks that. This was the way it was. That it was J.C. Pennies instead of J.C. Penny. That it was the Bear and Stain Bears instead of the Bear and Stain Bears. You, you Google it and it's like, it's crazy. Like it's Fruit mm-hmm. Loops. Like like how how do you spell Fruit Loops, Jess? The cereal Fruit Loops.
0: The word fruit and then the word loops.
1: Incorrect. It's F R O O T l-o-o-p-s and according to the mandela effect back in the previous universe it was that way but this is now a way to show us that we're now in a different universe
0: i don't have enough wine for this conversation
1: yep look it up yeah, look it up seriously it's crazy yeah. it's crazy and it's
2: named after nelson mandela because yep. a bunch of people thought that he died in the 1980s
1: uh-huh but he's still when- alive. <laughs> Or yeah, he just Landon recently died. I think he just recently died. He
2: died a few years ago. Yeah, but yeah, 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 he was in prison or something like that. Or yeah. he mm-hmm. or his wife was, but everybody thought that he died. Yeah, and then it came out. So
1: yeah, mm-hmm. it's it mm-hmm. goes deep. It goes really, really deep. If you YouTube it and watch a video on it, you'll be like, <sighs> "What the fuck?" Yes,
0: I kind of yeah. want to.
1: And some-
2: some of the stuff I remember from when I'm a kid, and I've, I've read there's a term for it. It's not the Mandela effect that we remember certain things up.
0: No, you remember it like as we'll- how the mass remembered it, but like it's incorrect. There, yes. Yeah, I can't remember what that's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's you know, the pause bears for a second. Thing I'll, I'll like Google that. it. Okay, here we go. We're back, everyone. Confabulation false memories. So it's refer it refers mm-hmm. to the recollection of inaccurate details of an event or recollection of a whole event that never occurred. Memory errors. I, no, it's it's called the Mandela effect, how groups of people can all remember the wrong thing.
2: There you go. But well, it's yeah, it's the whole thing and it it's mind-blowing. As I said, there's stuff I remember from when I was like in the 80s, and I'm like, I know I remember it like that, but maybe I didn't.
0: People, like, if you, think, if you think you could just like take that energy and put it towards something productive, what a world we would live in.
1: It's not how this country works.
0: And this is no. not how the world works.
1: Not how America works.
0: Yeah. You think this is an American now, thing, Mike? There are
1: conspiracy
2: yes. theories overseas. There's there's quite a few of conspiracy theories overseas. I just covered a case of a guy from Belgium. There is so much evidence that the government was helping him and covering up what he did. The government did it nothing, and they had what they called the White Night when over 300,000 Belgians marched on their capital to demand reform because of the crimes this guy did. And they really did nothing to address wanted except for give the guy a life sentence and shut him up.
0: Is that a conspiracy <laughs> theory, though?
2: Yes, yeah, that's that falls into the realm of conspiracy theory. In that, you, you know, it, it's a conspiracy. It's not really a theory. The evidence is actually there. Other governments have looked at it and said, "No, this actually did happen." The government was really sleazy in the way they handled the situation this guy's own mother turned him in and they said oh you're crazy and she was like he was arrested for raping eight-year-olds 10 years ago and you've got kids missing here why aren't you looking at this and they found evidence that there were people in the government high ups that were actually covering it up and telling them not to investigate it
0: ew I think also like conspiracy theories in other parts of the world have different names and they just sound more pleasant like legends like the legend of the loch ness monster that's a conspiracy theory it's just told differently it's 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 wrapped differently but it's the same idea it's the same idea it's there's there's something that's controlling the seas there's like I I think I don't think it's just an American thing. We can agree to disagree on that though, Mike, if that's all right. That's fine. Okay. Have I angered you?
1: No, not at all. Okay.
0: All right. Ian, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This, this is amazing. I think, I mean, there could be entire podcasts dedicated to conspiracy theories and I'm sure there are, you know what? I'm sure there are. Maybe we can tag a few. Um, but thank you so much for joining us and talking about this tonight. I want to give you the, the 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 stage for a minute to plug your podcast, plug your novels, your website, whatever. Please, the floor is all yours.
2: You can find me pretty much everywhere on the internet under Ian Totten Author. You can find my books at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can even go into your bookstores and ask for them. They will order them you can find me on my on my official website corpsecreekpublishing.com. and you can find my podcast the Deafcast, cast on all major pub, uh podcasting platforms um up to i'm almost up to episode 50 now so Congrats. You know, i i chug along on it thank you i just had sam Kinnison's brother on there who sam kennison was a wow. comedian back in the 80s who's He's one of my heroes yeah. and he, he agreed to come on the show. We just, we spent an hour talking about his brother's life.
1: Wow. Very that's amazing. Cool. I
2: don't just, yeah, I don't just cover murders. I try and every now and again, slip something in there to lighten the mood.
1: That is Wonderful. really cool. Really
0: cool. Super, super cool. Again, thank you so much for joining us strangers. Oh. We hope you enjoyed. We're going to put all of Ian's information in our show notes And thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.